0: Not much. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Sorry, freak. I don't, I don't.
1: <laughs>
0: when I was on sleep mode, I'm going have to edit my times.
1: Shit, bro. Yeah, you probably would have been fast asleep by now normally, huh? <laughs> 8.30, yeah.
0: That's, that's my goal. That's my optimal. Although I feel like if I get eight hours of sleep, I'm tired. Whereas if I get like seven and a half to six and a half, I'm like... I'm, I'm more awake. Like and That's prime. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense or not.
1: No, it does. Because everybody's different, right? In terms of the amount of time they need to sleep. So for some people, more sleep isn't necessarily always best. So, well, it's yeah. like, like, it's
0: like my, like I'm like in like one track mode thinking. So it's like, this is what I'm doing. I'm sleeping. I don't want to get up because I'm sleeping and this is what I do. Or it's like, I'm only, out for six and a half hours, then, like, not all the dreams come in, and I don't, get it's just kind of, like, I kind of, like, time travel, and then, like, I'm good,
1: <laughs> but
0: that's not why we're doing this podcast.
1: No, no sleep studies today.
0: Yeah, there was a bit of news. Um I took two shits today, so thanks for coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to talk about your bowel movements, you know, you gotta stay regular. <laughs> One was really big. It was 20 Keurig's.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So what did you think uh, when you first saw the news about Russell Wilson
1: getting traced? Well, after I, you know, wired my jaw shut from, from falling so far, um, I first thought was to text you and be like, dude, did you hear about this? Like, is this real life? But man, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's, I'm, on the fence, you know, both ways. Like, it's a good thing, but it's also not a good thing. Um, I mean, my initial thought was like, well, I realized that Russell probably didn't want to be there anymore. You know, I think the last couple of years just kind of put him over the top. So, I mean, you know, you obviously don't want to, you know, trouble in your locker room and all that kind of stuff. And also thinking about, well, like Russell, I mean, he's not necessarily past his prime or anything. I mean, if he's going to play till you know into his forties, like Brady did. You know, he probably still has some good good years left. So, um, but I feel like the Seahawks capitalizing on when they could probably get the most for him, um, realizing he's not going to be with us for his entire career any longer. I think is probably the right move um, in that regard. But part of me is just, uh, you know, I kind of got in this sense of comfort, you know, over the, like the last ten years having him at our helm. You know, like there's always a chance that we could do very very well. And now I, I feel very uneasy not knowing what the future is going to hold for the Seahawks yeah
0: oh, I just heard the noise too sorry John I don't know what that was where's Nyan? alright go get in bed sweetie I don't know what that was sweetie
1: <laughs> it was Russell Wilson saying bye <laughs> yeah.
0: oh Nine's out here I don't know get in bed sweetie love you all right, yeah, you, you opened a lot of ideas there. Because, yeah, it's, you know, on the obvious, the most obvious level, which is still absolutely practical and meaningful, is that we just lost a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm-hmm. Our greatest franchise quarterback, who for sure still has good years ahead. Right. Like definitely. Yeah. So it, it sucks in that regard. But I I was like legitimately happy about the news. Even though I know next year we're not gonna be as good of a team than we would be if we had Russell Wilson. And I, I'm not like that's that's fine. But I'll tell you why I'm so optimistic about this, is the fact that it got weird. Like, Pete Carroll, John Schneider, they they created this team, they got to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, lost the next Super Bowl, and then it, from that play, it just got weirder and weirder and weirder. Teammates got mouthier, people wanted to get paid, it just turned into straight business, there was no like... Mm-hmm special camaraderie even though like pete was a great coach and all that other stuff like it was just not it had it had a different feeling which was fine because it's like hey it's the nfl you know whatever but everyone put russell wilson on a platter including or on a pedestal including me like i when when they were negotiating for his uh contract I was, like, super worried, you know, what are we, what will our team be without Russell Wilson? And, you know, most people agreed, like, you, you got to pay Russell, you know, $33 million a year or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just continued to get weird. And then the whole let Russ cook thing came in, and, and that got weird. And then all these expectations came in, and it's like it became more about Russell Wilson than it came about the team. And then, you know, they got to the playoffs last year and played the Rams, and Russell Wilson played, like, dog shit. Now, granted, I know the Rams have a good defense. I know that, you know, they put on a lot of pressure. I mean, they sacked fucking uh, uh, one dude in the Super Bowl nine times this year. Like, I get it. Like, it wasn't all them. But, my God, there was no adjustments there was missed passes all over the place. And he was just like, yeah,
1: yeah. like they didn't show up.
0: They you know, didn't show up play. No, they didn't. It was just, it was just dumb, 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 dumb. And then next, and then last year it was like fine, I guess. But once they lost to the Titans, like early, like a game that Russell Wilson should have put away mm-hmm. injury and then, the, I'm gonna get back and be the hero, but I'm still gonna play like dog shit, even though Geno Smith is better than me, at least against that fucking Packers game. We probably could have the way that defense played against Aaron Rodgers, we should have won that game.
1: Oh, definitely. And uh, we got shut out. <laughs> like I can't remember last time we got shut out. <laughs>
0: so how so many aggravating moments mm-hmm. with Russell Wilson. So I I think like you said, it's you know, we aren't. We're not going to have him forever, and like this could secretly be amazing. Like if he turns out to just be like, you know, maybe a top ten quarterback or whatever next year, which is great for the Broncos. Still,
1: well, mm-hmm.
0: like they'll probably make the playoffs, but I just don't think he's a top five quarterback anymore. And with, I think this is the most we'll ever get for him, and you know, we didn't have that many draft picks this year and we were coming up against the dollar cap. What are we going to do with Bobby and blah, blah, blah. So it was just going to be another like middle of the tier year where only Russell Wilson wanted to win and it was just not looking great. So I think Schneider and Carol aver- averted disaster and just went straight back to the foundation.
1: Yeah, I mean it's in a full-on rebuild, and I, you know, and I just heard—well, not just heard, but you know, like an hour ago or hour and a half ago—that we're going to be releasing Bobby Wagner. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're really in like let's just clean house because I realized because of the cap cap space and stuff like that. I mean, I think cutting Bobby will save like sixteen mil or something like that. I know Russ has a lot of dead dead money there um, that we won't be able to save by trading them there, but. um Yeah. It just seems like that they're in a full blown, Hey, let's just, yeah. Break it, bust the house down to the foundation and, and, and build a way up. So um, yeah, they're definitely not in the win now mentality, (laughs) you know, Uh if they had kept Russ and Bobby and all that and put some more pieces around them. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just a weird feeling for me to, you know, not really know what, the future holds. Like, like I said, the last 10 years, it's been pretty consistent. Like, Hey, we're going to do pretty well. We're going to be a playoff, you know, team and you know, all this stuff. And if we could just add weapons during draft and free agency, that's great. But um, now it's like, if you don't have a franchise quarterback, like what are you doing? You know, you're going to be like the teams that we always joke about, you know, doing so, so poorly every year. Um, so I'm just curious what's going to happen. Like now with, now, like you said, talking about, we didn't have a lot of draft, Draft picks. We only had three going in. Now I think we have got eight, um, which is good. But, you know, in a draft class where QBs aren't necessarily, you know, very good. You know, they're not like your Trevor Lawrence's and stuff like that from years past. How um, to be the next next best thing or next great thing. So I'm curious, are the Seahawks going to use their ninth pick to pick one of these quarterbacks? Or they're going to hope somebody I hope drops.
0: to fucking God they do not.
1: Right that was my thought. Like, so this is just like a, Hey, let's get some, some of the the support pieces figured out, whether it's, you know, pass rush, whether it's offensive line, you know, it all depends too on what we do with our cornerbacks. Like, you know, I really want them to re-sign DJ Reed, but you know, he's a free agent. And I know, um, um, Sydney Jones, I mean, he filled in, in a need, but I know he's a free agent as well. So it all depends. Like, are they going to let these guys go? Um, if not, then, you know, then you got cornerback to deal with. So, um, yeah i'm just curious what they're going to do or are they hoping that they might be able to wheel and deal some of their trades you know or some of their draft picks maybe next year or something like that to try and move up to pick you know any of the number of 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 um potential prospects like bryce young cj stroud you know any of those folks um that are that are tend to be um high on a lot of people's 2023 qb draft prospects um yeah i don't know are they going to try it you know maybe things will uh with Deshaun Watson, you know, with his criminal, criminal undertakings ah! and stuff. <laughs> you know, if that fades away and doesn't become an issue, then who knows? Maybe he'll be available or, yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. it's so, okay. many,
0: so, so right, many. With Deshaun Watson, I want to I hold you right there. So, okay. on one end, it, you know, we get, so we traded Russell, and we get two firsts, two seconds, and three players. Um... But if you think about it, with the Jamal trade, we basically traded Russell Wilson for Jamal Adams and two second-rounders and then, like, three decent players. Like, that mm-hmm. trade sound even shittier. But then, mm-hmm. on the other mm-hmm. side, yeah, we trade Russell Wilson. Because, like, last year, I was straight up saying, dude, we should just trade Russell Wilson for Deshaun Watson straight up before all that crap came out. And... Now it's like he's going to be a free agent. No one wants to touch him because of all um, charges against him. And understandably, and if, they, if right actually true, then yeah, he may never play again. Right. But let's say they get dropped or it's all bogus or whatever. Could you imagine trading Russell Wilson away, getting all that haul, and then just picking up Deshaun Watson? Like, how? You, yeah. That, that would even-
1: be my ideal like if you want to sort of get back in the the frame of mind of win now that would be probably the best option to do it um i would think but like i said it, it all depends on how things pan out because yeah, i wouldn't want to obviously if all these you know uh, charges and accusations and stuff are true and you know that yeah he would never play a day in the nfl yet um get the ray rice treat, treatment there um <clears throat> and um Yeah. But I mean, if, if all of it, yeah. And the thing is though, is, I mean, he's been out of football for a little while now because of all this stuff that's going on. So it's like, would he be able to get back in the shape that he was and and all this, but I think that would be ideal, um, from a, Hey, we can be competitive a little sooner than if we had to like, well, okay, let's cross our fingers and hope to die that, uh, you know, one of these QVs that we end up drafting or something like that ends up panning out for us. So, um, yeah, so it's just yeah, it's just interesting to see what might happen with that. So yeah, I'm on the same yeah. page as you. I hope we don't draft a QB or waste one of our higher up picks on one of these guys. If we draft somebody way down the line, you know, you know, seventh round or something, okay, sure, whatever. You know, you might get a Tom Brady out of that, but yeah, I don't want them to waste any high draft picks on any QBs this 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 go around. Yeah, so. especially
0: in this draft where there's mm-hmm. a lot of good talent coming out that it's non quarterback related.
1: Yeah, and so exactly. stock up
0: on on these draft picks. I think the number nine should be like an offensive lineman, defensive lineman, or a corner. And I think they can find talent in the second round. They have two picks in the second round. I don't want I don't want to trade down any of these picks. I think we should just get as high quality players that we can fucking get because guaranteed, there's going to be someone that falls to that fortieth slot. That 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 they're gonna fucking want. I mean, didn't we get the D, didn't we get DK at like forty eight or some or sixty or 50, 58 or some some shit like he that? He was he was
1: second round, so he was he was like the end of the he, second round though. Or something. yeah, he was the end of the second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's was way down
0: there at forty for sure. And for for whatever reason, it, it's weird. Like the end of the first, the players seem worse than the beginning of the second. I don't I don't really know what that. <laughs> But it, yeah, it,
1: it, yeah. There's like this weird little like Bermuda Triangle, right, right there, where it's yeah. like
0: <laughs> so weird. But okay, I had a couple of more ideas. Other than other than non-quarterback draft, I, for, you know, I, I for sure agree with that. And maybe maybe next year, because if we really do play like dog shit, we'll get a great draft pick, and we can get a great quarterback next year. But for this year, no quarterback. And then I wanted to talk about uh, our quarterbacks. Let's save. The Drew Lock uh, for last, but let me Mm -hmm. off some quarterbacks here. Okay, yeah. That you just say just say yes or no. Would you trade for Gardner Minshew?
1: Depends on what would be involved in the trade. Are we talking with just draft picks or players or like a
0: fourth round pick? Would you trade a fourth round pick for Gardner Minshew?
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I, I, w- I would because uh, I feel like that's giving up too much. Um, maybe a fifth. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be. But. Fun.
1: Okay. But I mean, it'd be worth a try. I would say. If,
0: would you sign, Jameis Winston, to a five million a year deal, or a ten million? Five million? Five, five to ten million dollars a year, Jameis
1: Winston. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's a, a huge financial impact or burden. So, I mean, once again, yeah, I probably would just over other options for sure. Yeah. What about
0: <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick? Same deal.
1: Uh, I'm over Fitz Magic. I don't think so. Shame. Shame. On you. I, I know. I just don't. The beer just doesn't do it for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. What about Deshaun Watson? But one of the 20. Sexual charges stuck. Would you sign them?
1: <sighs> <laughs> I, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think, from a, 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 a not only just a league standpoint, but I just think the Seahawks, as 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 an organization, I don't think would uh, would be keen on on even if one or two or three or whatever those charges stuck. I don't think they would they would go after it. I think it would just kind of get blacklisted. Dude, I want um, him to
0: land on the Patriots, though, so that him and Robert Kraft can go get massages together.
1: Right. They can go down to Florida and, <laughs> yeah, get their little wang, wangs chunged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, yeah. Right. And, and then people find out about it, and then only Deshaun gets in trouble for it. Right. Robert Kraft gets off skate free. Of course. He's got money. Um, So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, who else you got? Who else you got?
0: um those were my main ones do you have any other quarterbacks that you would want to come Mm, on
1: you know Aaron Rodgers no (laughs) (laughs) No, I know he already went yeah it's interesting that on the day that that this all happened Aaron Rodgers announced you know he's going to be sticking around with uh Green Bay there um you know I don't really know I mean it's I know there's been talks of – because isn't, isn't Tannehill getting close to his – isn't he going into his last year of his contract? Uh, I think so. And I wasn't sure if, if Tennessee would be looking to – because I know they would take a huge cap hit, I think, if they were to release him or, or whatnot. Um, I don't know if they would, but I know there's kind of been some talks of, of him possibly being on the market for teams as well. But, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad option. Would you bring
0: um, back Geno?
1: no I mean he's not a he's not a starter he can't yeah. carry a team
0: right. he might be
1: a good good in a, in a patchwork situation I mean he did okay in the time that Russell was out but I mean it wasn't anything I mean the biggest thing was it was on a cornerback a, a, a falling down busted coverage type thing with that one pass to DK that went what 85 yards or whatever in that okay. one game <laughs> you know so I mean that was like the highlight of his, his time um you know while russell was out and yeah he just he just didn't didn't have it especially like when there was a game which shoot what game was it where we were we were close we got the ball back and we were actually was two games in a row that we had the opportunity i know i don't
0: remember the other yeah
1: i don't remember the other one either but it's like and then he just you know russell does what russell does in those opportunities but maybe yeah i just don't remember um but yeah he just threw i think he threw picks I picked six, one, one, one game, and then just a pick to end the game on the other. It was just like, yeah, I just don't have the decision-making. You don't have the rapport with the wide receivers that Russell does. So, um, yeah. So, I don't know. Those are those would be kind of my thoughts on that. I just, yeah. And who knows? Maybe there's some stuff with free agency coming up. And, you know, now that we have all this draft capital, who knows if the Seahawks will keep it all, if they want to, you know, trade it to somebody else who might be willing to offload one of their QBs, that might be better. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, we don't know what the Seahawks are going to do because, I mean, they talked out of one side of their mouth during the the uh, combine. Oh, yeah, Russell ain't going anywhere. We're not entertaining offers. And then six days later, oh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah.
0: A lot of people so, don't like the the draft or, or the trade very much because they're 100% completely discounting Drew Locke. And, you know, maybe, maybe that's true. But... Maybe he's, like, Jimmy Garoppolo-level kind of game manager. You know, we in heavily invest in blocking tight ends and blocking offensive linemen, and, you know, we just, you know, run the ball like crazy. Granted, with Rashad Penny and Chris Carson, we probably need someone a little bit uh, less injury-prone, so we might mm-hmm. have something. I heard the running backs are good. I don't want to spend a first-round pick on a running back. Either. No, know someone add, you know, someone to the stables, you know. But Drew Lock, I watched some of his highlights. He's not terrible. I mean, they were what would they finish 7 and 9 last year? Like they were they won
1: 7 and 10. 7 and 10. Yep.
0: Yeah, they weren't terrible. You know, like he he made, Drew Lock made some plays, you know. He had a and he had a decent running game, you know. He's he's not an amazing quarterback, but he has like you know some athleticism, and he has a strong arm. Like he's he's better than Mitch Trubisky. You know, hey, like, right? That's another name floating out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't bring in Trubisky. Even though I was so excited when the Bears drafted Trubisky, and and then the Chiefs drafted Mahomes, and it was just
1: all bad. Um. Yeah. And the other thing too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of I'm definitely not sold on lock yet. But then again other than when he got drafted, I you know not don't have a lot of eyes on him or, and what he can do. But, I mean, I have to realize that he is in a pretty tough – or he was playing in a tough defensive division with the Chiefs and the Raiders. Um, you know, Chargers, you know, kind of, you know, okay on defense and stuff. But I think, you know, Chiefs and Raiders definitely have some some pretty good defenses. And so, you know, that plays into the fact. And now <laughs> Drew Locke is coming into probably – another very difficult division, the NFC West to go against other crazy defenses, obviously most notably the Rams, <clears throat> but also Arizona always gives us fits um, as well. So yeah, he's going from kind of one defensive have, you know, very good defensive team division to another. So I don't feel like his skills will translate very well here, but you know, I'll, I'll, more than happy to eat my own words if yeah i know i would love to be
0: wrong too um what was it before last year started there were still still some Broncos fans holding out for drew lock and i think he kind of let the rest of them down so there's there's really no like lock believers or anything even though he does have some talent Mm -hmm. um but you know russell wilson aside you know we're we had Matt Flynn. We had Tavares Jackson. <laughs> we had Charlie Whitehurst, Geno Smith, uh, B.J. Daniels, uh, Seneca Wallace, like
1: Magoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So we'll we'll compare him to to those guys, and if he's, I mean, if he's better than those guys, you know, or if he, if he's Tavares Jackson level. And, you know, we get, get our running game going. I mean, granted, we're not going to get fucking Marshawn Lynch all over again, but I I don't know. I feel like, you know, we're not going to go to the playoffs this, this year, but I feel like we could build a really fucking strong foundation that where our roster would be way stronger than it was last year, minus the quarterback.
1: Yeah. I mean, quarterbacks are a huge piece, especially when you're talking, like you said, a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer. Um, who's not now manning the ship. So um, I've sort of reserved myself to, especially next year, us not doing very well. Um, I mean, I could be wrong, but unless we make some big leaps and bounds and stuff and we we hit home runs with some of our draft picks, um, which we haven't been known for doing in the last handful of years, then, <clears throat> you know, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm just kind of taming my expectations for this next year. And yeah, I hope that just over the next couple of years we can, draft free agency and you know just hopefully something will stick and we'll, we'll we'll get back to a good defense i think that our defense is not helped with the russell situation right i mean our defense has been horrible the last couple of years right and it's put you know our offense in in Hard to manage situations and, and put so much weight on Russell's shoulders, hey, most notably. So Russell
0: Wilson is partly to blame for this shit. He did not for play sure.
1: amazingly, but yes,
0: our defense obviously could have played better as well. But I I, right. I, I, I'm on the I'm on that bandwagon of expectations. But like for some reason, I see it as a good thing because oh, we got Russell Wilson and we got DK Metcalf and we got Tyler Lockett and we got you know this Gerald Everett guy or we got you know Jimmy Graham or we got you know, you know, what Chris Carson or, or whoever it's going to be. There was always so much expectations when they didn't address the D line, they didn't address the O line. You know, they they wanted Russ to cook, and it was always these weird, fucked up expectations that they never lived up to. And yeah. So now we don't have to live up to any of those. Now it's just okay. Is he playing and all Seahawk football? No, get him the fuck out of here. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think Russell Wilson, or I don't think Pete Carroll and John Schneider are ever gonna have an ego like Russell Wilson come in again. I just, I think he, he took up, he won that Super Bowl, and he just took over the fucking franchise, and he le- never let it go with all of his fucking leadership. I don't know, he's just a weird guy. Russell Wilson's weird. He's a weird, <laughs> guy. and he's gone. Not super okay with it
1: he's too he's too too positive right he's always about <laughs> oh yeah yeah we'll just keep working to the next goal the next goal the next goal like it'll make us stronger glory to god oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. oh my god we gotta see this fool again
1: oh yeah uh, yeah and it was funny because i forgot i was like well when's i mean i was like okay so the nice thing is we won't have to play him except for if we ever meet him in the super bowl and once every four years when the afc west rotates around so guess what 2022 is bringing <laughs> AFC West. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We get to play him in in CenturyLink. So it'll be just like a home game for him, probably. And they'll probably run all over the field. Oh, my God. So we get a – yeah, it's funny. We can beat him. We can beat him. We We could. You know, maybe he'll get in his own head, you know, homecoming Uh. um, kind of thing. I don't know what week of the season we're playing him. It's not right away. It's, I think, kind of around six, seven, eight, something like that. Yeah. week six, seven or eight. So um, so yeah, we'll see what, what position the teams are in at that point. You know, maybe maybe he won't click very well over there in, in Denver and they'll be, you know, one and six or one and seven or something. Yeah. And we'll be we'll be like three and four or you know, whatever it is. And <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll just kind of see. But well, that is very interesting.
0: It'll be interesting, but not for we're we're gonna go to the Super Bowl this year. It'll be interesting yeah.
1: on player
0: development and projections for the next year and who's who's worth the money and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. I wonder if Quandre Diggs will, will even resign or DK Metcalf will want to resign next year.
1: Yeah, well, I'm hoping, (laughs) I mean, also we need to see what kind of condition Diggs will be in, you know, after his, his pretty, pretty gruesome injury this last season. So if he can still be in the same, you know, kind of headspace and stuff, I think we'll, we'll be okay. And I'd like to resign him because he's, you know, I think he's one of the best safeties in, in the league. And, um, you know, definitely one of our strongest pieces in our, our secondary. Yeah.
0: Well, wow. with this new defensive coordinator, hopefully they use Jamal Adams a little bit better than
1: – Yes. Uh, oh, my God. Whatever that was like, like
0: last year. It's
1: like a tale of two 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 cities or something like that, you know, with how well he did the year prior, you know, nine and a half sacks and like 30-some percent QB pressure rate and all this crazy stuff to zero sacks. Hello. And like a 13 14% pressure rate. It's like teams – you know, when we used them, it's like teams were expecting it. You know what I mean? Like they didn't do a very good job disguising it. So I remember seeing him getting like, you know, chunk blocked by fullback or, or running back or something. So he didn't really have any impact in a lot of plays, which is why he had zero sacks and we just didn't use him a lot. <laughs> so yes, we need to get back to it. Cause he's not a coverage guy at all. At so all. you need to use, use him to his strengths and yeah, let, you know, bring in some extra DBs to, to, Cover his coverage essentially that he yeah. would be. You know, well, they're saying so. they're
0: switching over to like a three four hybrid defense. So I could see mm-hmm. Jamal coming in as like an outside linebacker, kind of linebacker type on yeah. the or something. I don't know. I just wanted to be more aggressive
1: for sure. And I mean, and getting to your point about I think we really need to heavily invest, whether it's through hitting home runs in the draft which you won't know until they get on the field or in free agency, but is working on both the D line and the offensive line, because I feel like, I feel like you can get away with, you know, not necessarily 10 out of 10 talent people at, you know, cornerback and linebacker and safety. If you have the pressure up front, because even, you know, average, average people, if you're putting pressure on the quarterback, you know, in terms of defense can then make plays. If, if you're, if you're front, you know, if you're front three or four, how many ever you're, you're sending in can get pressure on the quarterback and then vice versa with your offensive line. If you've got a tremendous offensive line that can, you know, have combination of good pass and, and run run blocking and stuff like that, then you can have, like, even though we have tremendous wide receivers, don't get me wrong, um, we can have kind of middle-of-the-road wide receivers. And if they're blocking and giving, you know, your quarterback enough enough space and they're creating gaps for your running backs to get four five six yards and then break the big plays every that's, once in a while. That's how he
0: wants to play, man.
1: Right. So that's what we need to do. And we got way away from that. We don't have very many impact players on either side, um, you know, in terms of the, the line and the trenches there. So um, yeah. Let yeah. Pete cook.
0: God damn it.
1: <laughs> let him cook up. So I'll be curious. I don't know. We get the We get the ninth pick now in the draft. Um, we're not trade back. We better not fucking trade <laughs> back, pick
0: a good, Fucking player, make it fucking count. God damn it. Fuck.
1: Yeah, I think it all depends on what ends up happening. Like with DJ Reed.
0: I just want all the good players, man. God damn it.
1: Yeah, like if DJ Reed walks and Sidney Jones walks because they're, you know, they're free agents or whatever, then I think we might. It all just depends on because there's a couple of good corners that are touted pretty highly. Um, so I don't know if we go that route or if or if we end up locking those guys up, then we don't necessarily need to focus that well on those. So then maybe we go, yeah, offensive line or defensive line. I think that's where we would want to go. And there's a few, yeah. a few folks up there.
0: So last terrible thought that I have is mm-hmm. the Bills had the number one passing defense last year, and it amounted to dick. In the playoffs. That was an amazing playoff game. Josh Allen was amazing. That defense screwed him. So, mm-hmm. bad. And so poorly. They played so poorly that people want to change the overtime rules. Because they played so poorly. Even though they were the number one pass defense in the NFL. So, I know. I want to invest in corners, safeties, and, and D-line, and all that other stuff. But, oh my gosh. It is true. We need offense. It's just oh i don't envy i don't envy them i don't envy drafting russell wilson i don't envy them getting rid of russell wilson now they got to recover from russell wilson this is just a lot of fucking pressure a lot of a lot of what ifs and maybes
1: yeah but like you said it's a lot to sort of i mean you can find little little nuggets here and there based off of how they draft and any free agents that they pick up and stuff and just, you know, you're just – it's like you're starting a new book. You know You know what I mean? So that's really how it is. It's a changing of the guard in, the, in terms of the Seahawks franchise. So now we just have to, you know, buck it up for a couple of – you know, a year or two, three, four maybe. And No, it's a great – this is this
0: two years. I, I feel like they can get back to the in two years.
1: Yeah, there's just a lot of question marks out there. So I don't know how aggressive they're going to be in free agency this year. Is, is my thought. I thought they were going to be pretty aggressive, you know, especially if they, if Russell Wilson was still a Seahawk, <laughs> you know, just right. see what kind of, um, you know, offensive line free agents they might try and snag and, and defensive guys. So, but I don't know if they're going to be as crazy. I mean, they still have a ton of cap space, but like I said, now they've got room to sign, you know, if they want to extend DK and, you know, Reed and, and digs and all those folks, they have the money to do it. Now that they cut Bobby Wagner, um, you know, that's freeing up 16 mil, so
0: oh,
1: you know, so I don't know how aggressive they're gonna be or if they're just gonna kinda shore up some of the pieces they wanna keep moving forward and then just kind of draft folks and see how that pans out and then start paying people. I you know, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna
0: I gonna... expect them to be aggressive. I mean, remember their first year they did like two hundred and seventy transactions in like two months or whatever, like <laughs> There, yes, there. I think John Schneider secretly loves this because he's like, "Oh hell yeah, let's go! Let's, you know, this is a whole new generation. Let's start up." And I think they're going to be hella aggressive. I think they're going to pull some crazy ass shit. And just he gets like, off on they, draft picks. Yeah, <laughs> and when they had the first round picks, they drafted Okung and um oh, oh fucking, what was the safety that they got? uh Thomas, and they, they stood pat and they drafted them. I think they're going to stand pat. They're going to draft and get a high quality players. And I don't know. I'm now. But overall, I'm excited. I think it's a move. I'm I'm just tired of Russ Wilson's ego,
1: and I was. And then
0: another thing I don't have to say anymore is Wilson throw the damn ball.
1: Right, holding on to the ball way too long. Like that whole internal clock that people talk about. He just didn't have one. Or his was malfunctioning. And
0: I know that the players would defend him and blah, blah, blah. Great. Still annoying. Get rid of the Yeah, but ball. I, feel like,
1: I feel like and there's one thing where it's like where you might have an opportunity to extend a play and, and make things happen. And he did that quite a lot, he right? He did it but, a lot. But there's also times where he just tried to do way too much. And I felt like it's either because, yeah, either the ego thing or he just felt like all the – Pressure weight was on his shoulders, and he would just make dumb plays or take the sack when he could have easily just, you know, a couple of steps earlier, just thrown it out of bounds or something to live to play another day. Um, but yeah, no, that was one thing that I didn't really appreciate, especially in his, you know, when he wasn't as scrambly as he was when he first came on with the team and stuff. It's like, dude, you're not going to be like running down the field and doing all this stuff. So it's like, hey, just. Make your, you know, go through your progressions. If they're not there and somebody's chasing you down, run, get free, and then throw it away. Just don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't want the, that one big play to happen and then trade it for, like, two boneheaded plays. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. Two steps back, one step forward. It just doesn't work out. So
0: I'm still okay with it, man. Dude, Russell Wilson is going into the AFC West with a pissed-off Patrick Mahomes and a growing Justin Herbert. Like I, mm-hmm. I, they, they might even go two and four in the division this year. Like I just, I don't see, a, I, I see a playoff appearance out of the Broncos. I don't see dominance that
1: goes, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed like the piece they were really missing was a QB, right. You know, a, yeah. now they got an elite level quarterback. So who knows, but like you said, it's doesn't always work out. You know what I mean? Um, just based off any number of things. And I know they're, you know, they're, offensive coordinator over there is i think pretty pass heavy which would make russ happy but oh yeah and i know they've got a tremendous you know Cortland sutton and and um shit what's that guy's name jerry judy yeah um yeah. you know so they've got some good good weapons around him um so but we'll just see you know i'll be i'll be rooting for him when he's not playing us so
0: right yeah yeah, well, I mean, the NFL is king, and this is why. we They, they got us talking football in the middle of fucking March, so God bless you.
1: Yeah, I don't know. this That goddamn Roger Goodell. This was his doing. <laughs> <laughs> All the fucking NFL owners and shit. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, the NFL offseason is more entertaining than the
1: MLB's preseason. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Well, and see, and I was really looking forward to the Mariners too. I know this was supposed to be a Seahawks podcast, but it's like the Mariners, I was looking so forward to it. They had so, they were doing like what the Seahawks um, are going to be doing now. And I know the Mariners have been doing it for 19 years now, (laughs) but you know, they built a really good core of people and they brought in, you know, the reigning AL Cy Young winner and some other good pieces for their, their, their infield. And they just have all these things working for them. And then to have the, you know, the, the players union and, and all that stuff, and the, the MLB owners be greedy little assholes, just like all major sports owners are. And now we're at least missing the first two series of, of the MLB season, and likely a lot more. um It just kind of that kind of pisses me off because yeah, I was really that, looking forward to that, seeing. the yeah, battle
0: luck, right there,
1: man. Just as we're getting right. Yep. But <laughs> well, hey, you know, if there's fewer games in the season, they still end up doing a season. Then hey, we have a better shot of. Losing less games, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and we get, we to we can the get... wild card
0: this year, and then it's a fucking success.
1: <laughs> it's a win. It's like winning the World Series for me. I just want to break that because we're the longest tenured major of the major five sports uh, longest playoff drought, so um, of any 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 team in the major five sports. So yeah. I want to not not have that designation any longer. <laughs>
0: it's so. it's 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 trending. I think I think this year, or next year for sure. I really like yeah. that service too, man. I think he's great.
1: Yeah. He's a good manager for sure. So I just think that, you know, and we we've had one of the best farm systems for a while. So hopefully we can get some of those, but you know, like Julio Rodriguez and stuff who might end up making his debut this year. Um, and then plus all the other pieces that we got, I mean, we, you know, Seeger's no longer there, so he's not eating up a lot of, a lot of money. So we can, you know, we could pay people like Robbie Ray, who's that AL Cy Young uh, reigning uh, champion there um in and stuff so we got we got the pieces we got got the the, the nucleus
0: for kelnick and toro man i think those guys could be really fucking good this year
1: yeah i hope kelnick you know now that he kind of i think he had a big ego thing right too um and he had a lot to prove and i think that that kind of got to him this last year Uh, but he's definitely got promise you know he's a he's a one of the top prospects for a reason so we just got to get that that major league experience under your belt which he has a little bit now and hopefully he can turn it around, but yeah, that Julio Rodriguez and yeah, Toro was a great, that was a great steal. Um, you know, in that trade, it seemed like yeah. the, the, the uh, Astros were getting a pretty good deal and, and getting Graveman, but he ended up not, not doing so hot. Um, you know, some games there, but Toro seemed to just be on a tear for a while and yeah, we'll just, we'll just see what happens. Um,
0: who was the we got? There was two big busts that the Mariners got last decade. It was Justin Smoke, and then there was like a it was a it was like a shortstop of some sort. He was high highfalutin, and uh, oh, that's gonna just bug the crap out of me.
1: Damn. Hmm. What were we right. traded for?
0: No, we drafted him. He was all that in a bag of chips. Just disappointing. I
1: can't. Remember. Oh, Dustin Ackley.
0: Ackley, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't. I don't see that out of Kelnick. I think he's already played better than those two ever did. So I think, and he was pretty good defensive wise too. So I think we already have a better player than that. Um, so
1: I, I think we'll be good. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, and Logan Gilbert is. He's a uh, pitcher. He's showing lots of great promise for such a young kid. He's got tremendous stuff. So him and Robbie Ray. It, Marco Gonzalez. Marco can kind of turn, turn some things around from last year. Um, you know, we got a good rotation and our bullpen was super strong from last year. It was one of our strongest points and we didn't get rid of a lot of them. So, you know, we're returning a lot of those folks. So I think if we just get a, you know, one, one more good power bat, um, to add to our, our mix is like, maybe like a DH type person. Um, then yeah, I think we'll be we'll be in a pretty good shape. So
0: yeah, I'm down. Who was the big maple? Would you bring him back?
1: Big oh, uh, uh, James Paxson.
0: Yeah, would you bring him back on a on a team friendly deal?
1: Well, I mean, we did bring him back last year, but then he got injured, like in his first start.
0: Yeah, but we paid him <laughs> a lot. So we shouldn't. I mean, him pay him a lot. This I,
1: I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would bring him back. Just you know, because he has tremendous stuff. Um, when he was playing for us and, and whatnot, and then I know he went to the Yankees and had some injury problems and stuff, and now he's back with us and injury problems again. But I mean, I would. I mean, if it, you know, didn't didn't break the bank, so to speak. I mean, then yeah, why not? You know. And then I know the Mariners had a ton of they had a ton of uh, changes in the rotation last year. I think they went through like the most starting pitchers. Yeah, that
0: was wild. We're team. not that, so, that. was a lucky lucky year. I really like Scott Service, but god damn, that was. That was something different, man. Flexen is just awesome.
1: Yeah, he was a tremendous pickup from, from Korea, man. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, he was playing baseball in Korea and he was he was one of my favorite players to watch yeah. all year. Like even though the Mariners, were, you know, weren't weren't gonna make the playoffs and all that kind of stuff. But they had some, you know, I watched all their games and stuff, and yeah, he was always just fun to watch. He just had such a cool, calm, collected um um, you know, mentality about him and stuff. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we've got a lot of good pieces and I just hope baseball season will actually commence this year <laughs> oh, it, will.
0: it will the owners just gotta
1: eat some fucking yeah. hay. like money so yeah if they wanted to make money then they gotta play game you know let the players play so weird how that works
0: i like i like depoto as well so i think i think i'm i'm excited i i'm you know i'm a sports fan i i like sports ball and i think seattle sports are in a good place and i think the sonics will be back here in a couple of years so i i think we're good
1: yeah, maybe they can help the Kraken a little bit. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know what's
1: going on there. Uh, that seems bad, but yeah. well, who knows? They're yeah, they're they're a typical expansion team. They're not the Las Vegas Golden Knights, <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. And no one lets they kind of they kind of buck the trend there. But yeah, the Kraken have only won like sixteen games, um, something like that. They were, I was just watching they play the Toronto Maple Leaves tonight and they lost oh. six to four. Just another loss.
0: They've lost terribly on some of them, too, where they were up and then lost or gave up, like, four straight goals. And...
1: Yeah, their, their goaltending is the biggest piece, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're
1: right. Because it was a big question mark. It was all like,
0: oh, these people have potential, but they can't be it together yet, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's they're going the typical route of an expansion team. Like I said, the Golden Knights were the exception, not the rule, with how well they did their first couple of years in the Krakener. Yeah, they're last in the Pacific Division. They're 17 and 37. Um, yeah, just they're at the bottom, you know, towards the bottom of the barrel. I think only like the Carolina Hurricanes or whatever, probably statistically worse than them. Um, mm, but.
0: That's all right. We'll get it. Well, I appreciate you doing this, man.
1: Yeah, man. No, definitely. I love love talking sports, even when it's kind of a – sort of a somber, but also looking to the future, optimi- optimistic um, discussion. But Yeah, well, yeah.
0: I mean, it's just nice that we could even be disappointed that we were losing such a great player, you know. It really is an end of an era, And but, you know, props to Russell Wilson. You know, he was one of the greatest things that ever happened to Seattle sports and the Seattle Seahawks. Right.
1: Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never hear anybody say that ever again, right? No, nope. no. Nope. Last <laughs> time. It looked- That phrase will get retired. (laughs) Ring of honor.
0: (laughs) All right, bro. Well, I'll be uh, catching you on on the onlines here tomorrow or something.
1: All right. Sounds good, buddy.
0: All right, cool. Take care, bro. You too. See ya.
1: Bye-bye.